You're probably listening to the Catechism in a year with Father Mike Schmitz. It's really good. But he does a beautiful job of reminding us, and we'll talk about freedom and the virtues, but he has emphasized several times freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want. That's not freedom. It's the ability to do what you need to do, what you should do. That's freedom. You look at Herod, who had all the wealth and riches in the world, the utter license to do anything he wanted, and he did. King of the whole territory, riches beyond anything we could ever imagine. And then you have John the Baptist who's in chains, bound physically in prison. And yet, if you look at them, who was more free? We all know what was the right thing to do, but Herod, even Herod knew it, but couldn't do it. And he was enslaved, chained by his fears of what people would think, by the embarrassment of whatever else, he made an oath to this girl in the dance that she did, utterly enslaved. And then he had John the Baptist in chains, and yet utterly free. There was the right thing, the testimony, the witness he was called to give, and he gave it. I was thinking, not to get too much on a tangent, but it says he was bound in prison, or Herod had him bound in prison, but he chose that, and he freely chose the witness to the truth. He was free. It was just a reminder, like, real freedom, what that looks like, what it's about. We're talking about the virtues in the Catechism in a year, and we get to the virtue, the reminder, by the way, like, the virtue, like those things, the, the, the crown of your freedom. A good violinist or a good tennis player, it's not the one time you're able to, this was Mike, Mike Schmidt's image this morning, like, if I can, like, out of, one out of 50 serves gets in the, the box on the other side of the net. The, the other 49 hit the net and don't go over the net. That's my tennis experience, right? 50 serves and 49 hit the net and don't get over it. And one out of 50 gets in the box as a good serve. Am I a good tennis player? No. No, nobody wants to play with me either. I got to go hit against the wall for a long time until someone else who's a living person wants to play with me. I played, with the, I played against the wall a lot when I was growing up. Um, Virtue is the ability to do the right thing easily and with joy. And that takes time. That takes practice, that takes effort. But that's, what, that's why we call it the crown of freedom. Because it's the constancy in the direction of my freedom. And we talk about the virtue of fortitude. I love this line. It's a quote about it's Jeremiah's witness to what happened to him. But it applies to John the Baptist and it applies to all of us. We're called to be prophets. We're called to be bold and have that virtue of fortitude. God said to Jeremiah, and God says to you in your baptism, gird your loins, stand up and tell the people all that I command you. Christian witness. Be not crushed or afraid on their account as though I would leave you abandoned before them. I have made you a fortified city strong in fortitude. A pillar of iron, a wall of brass against the entire land, against all of the kings and princes, the priests who are corrupt, and the people. They may fight against you, but they will not prevail over you, for I am with you to deliver you, O Christian. With that virtue of fortitude. Own it. So just real quickly, I want to read just what we understand by that virtue of fortitude that we read about this morning. Fortitude, the moral virtue that ensures firmness in difficulties, constancy 
Anybody else struggle with inconstancy? Just a little bit? Okay, so you do it when it's easy and then you don't do what you're supposed to do when it's a little inconvenient. Constancy in the pursuit of the good. It strengthens, strengthens the resolve to resist temptations and to overcome obstacles in the moral life. Fortitude enables one to conquer fear, even fear of death, and to face trials and persecutions. It disposes one even to renounce and sacrifice his life in defense of the just cause. That's John the Baptist, right? The Lord is my strength and my song. In the Lord you may have tribulation, but be of good cheer. In the world, rather. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, Jesus said. I have overcome the world. Do we need, do we have that virtue? Or would we like to have that virtue? We ask for it. And the good news is that the virtues are both our effort and grace. Forming this virtue of fortitude, this ability to, um, well, Mike Schmidt says, it's, it's easy to be nice when it's easy to be nice. Right? Right? It's easy to be nice when it's easy to be nice. Virtue, the virtue of fortitude, is being nice when it's not easy to be nice. It's doing the good when it's not easy to do the good. The good news is it's our own effort plus grace. Human virtues, all of them, come about through education, through deliberate free actions, and repeated efforts. And they are purified and elevated by divine grace. Like God does his part too. With God's help, they forge character and give ease in the practice of the good. And the virtuous man is happy to practice those virtues. Christ's gift of salvation offers us the grace necessary to persevere in the pursuit of the good of the virtues. Everyone should always ask for the grace of the virtues, for the grace of fortitude. So today is a great day to ask for the gift of fortitude, to imitate John the Baptist, to imitate Jesus Christ, to live out freedom in its crown, so that I'm not just occasionally who I want to be, but I'm always true to who God calls me to be. Amen? Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.